0: All right, let's turn the Word of God to Hebrews chapter 3, Hebrews chapter 3. Can you hear me back there, Sister Sherry? Get up and do a jumping jack if you can hear me, Can you hear me back there? All right, all right. Yes, yes, yes. Hebrews chapter 3, and we'll read. I didn't hear her, uh, and I'm not turning up my hearing aid either. Hebrews chapter 3, and we'll read that whole chapter. Hebrews chapter 3 in the Word of God says this. Hebrews 3 says, Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus, who was faithful to him that appointed him, as also Moses was faithful in all his house. For this man was counted worthy of more glory than Moses, inasmuch as he who hath built the house hath more honor than the house. For every house is built by some man, but he that built all things is God. And Moses verily was faithful in all his house as a servant for a testimony of those things which were to be spoken after. But Christ as a son over his own house, whose house are we? If we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope from firm unto the end. "'Lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief "'in departing from the living God. "'But exhort one another daily while it is called today, "'lest any of you be hardened "'through the deceitfulness of sin. "'For we are made partakers of Christ "'if we hold the beginning of our confidence "'steadfast unto the end. "'While it is said today, if you will hear his voice, "'harden not your hearts as in the provocation. "'For some, when they had heard, did provoke.' How be it not all that came out of Egypt by Moses, but with whom was he grieved 40 years? Was it not with them that had sinned, whose carcasses fell in the wilderness? And to whom swear he that they would not enter into his rest, but to them that believe not? So we see they could not enter in because of unbelief. Let's pray again. Heavenly Father, we come before you again through the blood and the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and Lord, we thank you for the many needs. Lord, we think of uh, Sonny this morning. Lord, I pray you just touch him where he is uh, right now, dear God, and uh, touches uh, his eyes and uh, the needs that he has. Lord, we think of uh, uh, Brother Hagar uh, there in Michigan, that uh, faithful servant. Uh, dear God, please be with him and his family right now. Lord, we think of Anna, a uh, sister. Uh, Judy's uh, granddaughter and the family there in Brazil. Lord, please uh, step in in that situation. Lord, uh, continue to be with uh, the Thomases and uh, others that need that physical touch this morning. Lord, we think of uh, uh, Brother uh, David and uh, Mary and uh, Priscilla as uh, they'll be on the road. Lord, please watch over uh, them and uh, keep uh, them safe. And uh, Lord, you know the other needs among us, Lord. There's many things upon our hearts. Lord, there's a spiritual need. We think of perhaps somebody listening or here that needs to be saved or maybe have some other uh, spiritual need. We think of people that maybe have uh, financial uh, needs or the job situation. Lord, we think of Joseph and Lord, always the needs uh, there with his work and no doubt other people have needs in that area. And Lord, just many things among us, but God, I'm glad that we can come to you collectively and put our prayers together and put our faith together and trust you for these things. Now, Lord, help us as we look at the word of God this morning, as we look at this thought. Our first desire is that Jesus Christ will be glorified. And all that's done, God, you'd use it to build your local church. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. So as we look here this morning, just a a thought about this chapter. Of course, you see it mentions Moses. And so the thought of this chapter really is that Christ is greater than Moses. We're not really going to look at that thought, but just to give you a thought about that, that Christ is greater than Moses. It talks about Moses, right? He was a called one, right? We know that God called Moses, but Jesus was the sent one. Amen. Moses was a called one, but thank God Jesus was the sent one. And Moses, as we know, uh, was over the house of Israel. Israel. Right as far as God used him to lead Israel out of Egypt. But Christ is over the house of God, the church, right? We know he's head of the church, so he's he's greater. Uh, Moses, of course, uh, brought the law to the people. The Bible says the law was given by Moses, but Christ brought what? Grace to the people. It says over there in John 1, the law was given by Moses, but grace came uh, by the Lord Jesus Christ. We know Moses received glory while he was upon the earth, but Christ has and is word. Worthy of all glory. So, hey, Moses had some good things, but Jesus, right, he just uh, brought it up to the next level. And that's what Christ does. Amen. He brings things up to uh, the next level. That's what he wants to do in our life, right? He wants to bring us up to the next uh, level. And so uh, there's a thought in here that if it was bad to reject the voice of God when Moses was the representative, right? It was a a bad thing to do when he was the representative. How much more when Christ is the representative? But let's uh, look at a thought here today. Notice Hebrews 3 and verse 7. Hebrews 3 and verse 7 says this. Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost saith, notice this, today... If you will hear his voice, then verse 15 again, it says, while it is said today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation. So in those uh, two uh, verses, we see that statement today. If you will hear his voice today, if you will hear his voice. Actually, the verses 7 through 11 here are actually quoted from Psalm 95, verses 7 and 11. And Psalm 95, verse 7 says this For he is our God. Aren't you glad about that this morning? Amen. He's our God, and we are the people of his pasture. Aren't you glad that he's our God? And we are his people, I like this, and the sheep of his hand. Amen. Can't you just see? You know, uh, uh, if you ever go to those uh, animal farms or whatever, right? People like to uh, uh, put some feed in their hand. They like to feed the sheep and things. Amen. Well, you know what? The Lord, he enjoys feeding the sheep. Amen. We're the, we're the sheep of his hand and he's watching over us. And then that verse says, today, if you will hear His voice. So that thought of today. So let me ask you, as we think about this uh, thought of today, today, amen, as we think about that, let me ask you this morning, did you wake up this morning saying, or did you come today saying, Lord, I need something today. Lord, I need something today. Or that I want to hear God today. I want to believe God today. I want to get from God today. I want to seize the moment with God today, what he desires to do in and through my life. And so it says today, if you will hear his voice and what a wonderful thing it would be if we could if we could uh, go through this day, knowing that when we uh, lay our head on the pillow tonight, uh, if you will, that we can say, hey, today. I heard his voice today. Amen. I believe God for something or today I got something from God and allowed him to help me. Now, notice again, it says in verse 15, today, if you hear his voice, harden not your heart as in the provocation. Now, it says again today. Notice that word if. You will hear his voice, if you will hear his voice. Because, you see, he, he He speaks. That's not the question. We know God is speaking. We have his word. So we know God is speaking today. That's not the question. The question is if you're going to hear it. Because there are things that can hinder us from hearing what God wants to say in your heart. Well, he gives a warning in verse 8, harden not your hearts. Again, verse 15, harden not your heart. You see, A prepared heart is key because what God speaks to the heart. And so if we're going to hear God today, it's important that we have a prepared heart today. Did you prepare your heart today? You know, that is a part of uh, preparing for church. You say, well, I got to get ready for church tomorrow. So, well, I got to, you know, so we got to iron our shirt. We got to pick out the suit and uh, the matching tie or the dress or whatever it is we think when we think about preparing. Well, when you think about preparing for church, did you think about preparing your Heart, right? Harden not your heart, but we know we should humble our heart, yield our heart, prepare to surrender our heart, or open your heart, right? But not harden your heart. You know, it says in Exodus 8:32 that Pharaoh hardened his heart. It says at this time also. Of course, harden your heart, that's not a hard thing to do. It's a it's an automatic when we reject truth, God's truth, or turn from God. We see in Acts 19, remember, uh, they preached, and it says uh, in verse 9, but when divers were hardened and believed not, when they rejected uh, the word of God. But we don't want to have that type of heart. What type of heart do we want to ask God? I, I, I know you, you're going to be speaking today. And so, Lord, I want to hear today. Lord, I want to be able to yield today. Lord, I, as, 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 I, as I prepare to hear your word, Lord, I ask you to give me a sensitive, tender heart. Amen. Uh, that will listen to your voice right? Say, I want to be like Samuel. You remember uh, when uh, uh, Eli gave that great instruction to Samuel in 1 Samuel 3, 9, he said this, therefore, Eli said unto Samuel, go, lie down, and it shall be if he call thee that thou shalt say, speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. Well, that's, that's, that's the heart we should have when we get up in the morning, when we're uh, having our own time with the Lord, or when we come to the house of God, Lord, uh, speak, Amen. Your Lord, I'm 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 coming today. I'm coming to hear Your voice. I'm coming to hear what You say to me, Lord. Give me, Amen. Help me to help me to to shut the noise of the world out. Help me to shut the the noise of life out. I guarantee you, we all have some noise, if you will, going on in our heart, noise going on in our mind, right? Lord, help me to to shut that out, Amen. That that, that still small voice, if you will, amen, uh, uh, will come through just like when the disciples were uh, uh, on the water and that that uh, 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 wind was boisterous and the waves were boisterous, amen? But amen, the Lord, uh, the voice of the Lord, amen, pierced all that. That's what we want. Lord, I got a lot of going on. Lord, I just want your voice to pierce all these things going on in my life, in my heart. Speak, Lord. Lord, today I want to hear from you. And be why? Because, Lord, I need what only you can give me through your voice, through your word, and through your spirit. You know, Israel, we know it says, uh, talks about this. Uh, uh, Israel was given a great opportunity. He uses Israel as an illustration here. Uh, but what happened? They responded wrong. Notice again in, in verse eight, it says, Harden not your hearts. What? as in the provocation, as in the provocation in the day of temptation in the wilderness. Verse 15, again, it says, "'Today, if you will hear his voice, "'harden not your heart as in the provocation.'" Now, what's this uh, talking about? Well, it's talking about uh, when they sent out the, the 12 spies to go in and spy out the land, right? And they went, and then they came back and uh, uh, and gave a, gave, gave a report. Uh, you can read about that in, in Numbers. I'm just going to read a couple verses where they came back and gave their report. In Numbers 13, verses 30 and 31, it says this, and Caleb, we know what? Uh, We know Joshua and Caleb uh, got it right. And Caleb still the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and possess it for we are well able to overcome it. I like that, man. That's the kind of like I attitude, man. Let's do it. Amen. Whatever it takes to accomplish the mission. Amen. I like that that soldier mentality. But of course, there were the others. But the men that went up with him said this. We be not able. Notice that statement. We be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than We see right there's your problem, amen. Uh, You're looking at we instead of he, amen. Uh, you're looking at some things in life and you're saying, Well, uh, well, we can't handle this, we can't handle this, this is too much for we. Well, you're right, amen. They were, uh, you got to say, at least they were right in what they said, amen. They were right that uh, we can't handle it, Uh, they are stronger than we, but here's the thing it's not about we again, it's about he, amen. He is able. He is stronger, and that's where the focus ought to be. Notice that two out of 12 believed, right? Are those 12, And uh, and so that's about 16%. And, you know, it's, unfortunately, it always seems to be a, a, a smaller group. But listen, God wants 100% of participation. Listen, God wants everybody to hear his voice. God wants everybody to believe. God wants everybody to get in. You see, uh, God wants everybody to get God doesn't want anybody in the world to miss out on what he has going on, Amen. He did it for the whole world, and he wants everybody to get in. Listen, uh, God doesn't have His special people in the world. God doesn't have His special people in the church. It says, Man, why does that person always seem to be getting blessed? Why does that person always seem to do that? listen? It's not because they're special. It's nothing about them. The only difference, if there's a difference in them, it's not in them personally. It's just that, hey, they have a listening heart. They're willing to yield to the voice of the Lord. They're willing to be sensitive to the Lord. They're willing to spend time with the Lord. Hey, Paul in himself wasn't any more uh, special uh, than anybody else. Abraham in himself wasn't any more special than anybody else. Moses in himself uh, wasn't any more special. But he matter of fact, he meant it and said, man, Lord, I don't know how to talk. I don't know how to, I don't know how to uh, do this. And uh, he said, I stop looking at yourself. It's not about you, Moses. Boy, the sooner we learn that, the better. Amen. (laughs) The sooner we learn that, the better we are. But we must learn uh, from this example, right, that God, uh, 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 listen, uh, God gave them uh, an opportunity. And what happened? They blew it. They blew it. And so it says they went into the wilderness so we need to remember this when God, when he comes and he speaks to us about something. And uh, and this is why we want to have a sensitive heart uh, at that time. And we want to uh, be aware of what God is trying to speak to us and what God is trying to do in our life. Because here's the thing. God does not promise you another opportunity. You need to remember people need to remember that God does not promise you another opportunity. Opportunity. Now, uh, this morning Brother Wood talked about that man the the, the the thief on the cross that he 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 died. Well listen, people say, well see hey, he he died at the last minute, so I can wait to the last minute too. Hey, listen, I don't think that man spent his life, if you will, uh, 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 rejecting uh, of the gospel, slam the door when somebody knocked on his door, if you will. Right, right. He he, he just uh, was given that opportunity and he took it. It just happened to be at the last uh, minute. Remember, most people that say they're going to get saved at midnight end up dying at eleven o'clock. Right. So I wouldn't wait. I wouldn't wait to uh, till the last minute. But God does not promise you another opportunity. You know what? That's why I want to be sensitive today. Because if God wants to speak something to me today or God wants to reveal something to me today or God wants to do something in my life, I, listen, I want to I get in on that today because, hey, I may not get another opportunity for that thing that he might be presenting to me that day, whatever it is. Uh, you see this, some never got some of these, right? That was their opportunity and they never got that opportunity again in their life. I uh, sort of like the way uh, the word of God puts us. Look at verse 17. It says, but with whom was he greed 40 years? Was it not with them that it sinned? Look at this. Who carcasses fell in the wilderness? Well, that's pretty straightforward, isn't it? They all... Killed over dead, huh? Uh, their carcasses fell uh uh in in the wilderness, right? And listen, uh uh sometimes listen, uh, they, they missed out. They never got that up. That was the only opportunity that those particular ones God gave a man to get in on what God wanted to do in their life that day. So listen, uh, listen, you don't you're not the one that makes the decision when God's gonna do something in your life. God comes by and says, hey, I want to do something in your life. I want to do it now. And uh, listen, you, you better ask God for that sensitive heart because he may never come and ask you or burn your heart like that again. Well, I think of uh, 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 people I know. Uh, uh, my age and older, and they say, yeah, I remember God dealing with me about going to ministry, and young." Yeah, and you know what? They didn't surrender to it. Yet yeah, they remember God working with them, but yet that burden and desire, amen, they missed that opportunity. Or listen, you may not just miss out uh, on it completely. Hey, maybe, you're, maybe your uh, carcass won't end up dying in the wilderness, all right? Uh, but look what happened to the others. Even those that didn't die, they still had to wait 40 years, Verse nine says this. When your fathers tempted me and proved me and saw my works 40 years. Now, some of them never got another opportunity, but yet those that did get opportunity, it was a long time before they got that opportunity again. And we'll talk more about that in a minute. That's why it says in verse thirteen. That's why we need to exhort one another daily while it is called today. That word exhort says call on someone to do something. Hey, you know what? That's why we need to exhort. So that's why you know I exhort you today. Hey, if God is speaking to your heart about something, if God is dealing with your heart about something, I exhort you today. while He's speaking to you today, while He's dealing with you today, I exhort you to surrender to it today and. do business with God because look at what it says in verse 10. Wherefore, I was grieved with that generation. That means to be offended. What a sad thing it is to grieve the heart of God. God loves you, and God cares for you, and God wants to bless you. And yet, amen, his heart, no one ever cared for me like Jesus. What a a sad thing to grieve. Well, you know how you feel when you grieve? You ever grieve mama's heart? You know how you felt then? How much more to grieve the heart of a loving and merciful and gracious God. Let me ask you that, have you ever been guilty? Have you ever been guilty of grieving the heart of God? Can you look back and say, oh, I've been guilty of grieving the heart of God at times in my life? Well, let me ask you this. Is there anything in your life right now? Boy, let's, let's do that search. Today, let's do that search. Is there anything in your life right now that might be grieving the heart of God. Why? Well, I pray, Lord, help me. Help there not to be anything in my life today, right? God wants to speak to me today. I want to hear today. I want to humble my heart today. But Lord, I don't want anything in my life today that might grieve the heart of God as he seeks to speak to me and to work in my life, it says they do always err in their heart. That means that word air means to go astray. Lord, don't let my heart go astray. Don't let my heart wander off, Lord. But Lord, help my heart to be where it should be. Amen. Uh, in your will, in your way, uh, 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 open and listening and sensitive uh, 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 to you. It says they sin because they believe not. God. Notice what it says there. It says an evil heart in verse 12 of unbelief, an evil heart of unbelief. Now, usually when we think about an evil heart, we think of somebody that's out there committing some wicked, vile sin some wicked vile sin. We're not thinking about the person that's all dressed up sitting in church. <laughs> we think we don't think about the guy sitting on the pew. We think about the guy sitting on the bar stool and we think about an evil heart probably. But yet hey, there can be people sitting on the church pew and have an evil heart because God is speaking to them. God's asking them to trust him and to step out and believe him for something and they're not willing to do that and God looks down and he says, "Oh, listen, you have an evil heart today." Because you're not willing to allow me to do what I want to do in your life. You're not willing to surrender today what I'm trying to do in your life today. So verse 12 again says, take heed, take heed. It means get your mind focused on this. Amen. Lord, uh, and that's what we want. Lord, as I come into the house of God today or as I get along with you, Lord, I want my mind to be focused. I want my heart to be focused on what you desire to do in my life today in my life today now think about that again uh, some of them they never got that opportunity but again some did get that opportunity but what but it was 40 years later think about that for 40 years they wandered in the wilderness think about what they missed out on over 40 years over thank God they got another opportunity but they had to wait so long but think about what they, missed out on. And boy, there's so many children of God that are missing out Right. Because uh, a, a year ago, five years ago, ten years ago, God tried to get them to trust him and step out on something. And, and they put how many times have you heard a testimony? Oh, I, I knew he was dealing with me when I was a teenager or I knew I should have uh, surrendered back then. And, and thank God, amen, that you got another opportunity to surrender. But think about all those blessings, blessings that you missed out on or a person missed out on because they didn't surrender today or that moment that God initially worked in their heart. How many moments of blessing have we not been able to enter in and enjoy because of unbelief or because not uh, yielding to God, not having a prepared heart to receive what the Lord uh, has for us? You see, the Lord was trying to, we know he was trying to lead them into the promised land. The Lord was trying to lead them into a place of blessing. But what happened? They listened to the others. They yielded to the words of man over the words of God. And see, God is, listen, God was just trying to get them to a better place. Hey, listen, wherever God is trying to take you, you can know. Sometimes you might have to go through something to get there, but you can always know, amen, wherever he's leading you, it's to a better place And it's to make you better and bring you to a higher level in your service for him. Matter of fact, verse 11, he says this. So I swear my wrath that they shall not enter in to my rest. God wants people to enter into his rest. Of course, there's the rest of the soul that's found in foundation says, Come to me, amen. And learn of me, for I'm meek and lowly in heart, right? And you shall find what? Rest under your soul. That's one rest the Bible talks about. The rest of the soul found in salvation by trusting Christ. Of course, then there's the rest. Uh, of, of the emotion in mind in difficult times that's right even in difficult times you can have rest amen and peace in mind in your emotion when you're when you trust in his person and his promises and then of course we know about the eternal rest which we will enjoy amen one day when we see him face to face now again Hebrews 3:7 says this wherefore as the holy ghost saith Right. God speaks through his word. He speaks to His spirit. Today, if you will hear his voice. Amen. Now think about that for a moment. The Lord wants to speak to you today. Amen. January 30th, 2022. What a wonderful thing. God wants to speak to me today. God wants to move in my life today. Now, the Lord, that doesn't mean he's going to say the same thing to everybody because we don't have the same uh, needs. We don't, all not be the same uh, place in our Christian life. But we know that he would say, some today, come unto me. Hey, if you are lost, amen, if you're here, you're listening, amen, God wants to say something to you today. You know what he wants to say to you? He wants to say, come unto me, amen, and be you saved, amen. God is speaking to you today. If you're not sure that you're saved, and he's saying, today, I I want to say something to you. And you know what? When I say this to you, I want you to surrender to it today. God is saying to you today, if you are not saved, come unto me and be you saved. And he's saying that today. Why? Because he wants you to be saved today. He wants you to come today and repent and put your trust in the shed blood and the blood and the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And to others, he's saying, Follow me. Hey, you've been saved. Well, I look at these uh, uh, young people and I often think of our young people and pray for our young people and say, amen, you're saved. But now you know what? It's time for you to get into my service and to follow me. Hey, uh, young people, do you, do you have you felt God dealing with your heart and tugging on your heart about maybe something he has to say? Well, you know, I've got this thing planned out and uh, figured out. Boy, I'd hate to think I had something planned out and figured out and God wasn't uh, the originator of that or God wasn't the, amen, uh, the desire uh, 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 of that thing. You better uh, make sure that God's in on those decisions you're choosing. And maybe you're going through something, amen, and God would say today, trust me. God would say today, trust me. God would say to you today, lean on me. Maybe God would say today, hey, just let go and abide in me. Maybe God would say today, go for me. Hey, listen. Uh, there's somewhere. There's somebody you work with. Uh, there's somebody you go to school with. Or there's somebody that you have contact with. And God say, go for me. And witness to that person. Or God would say, do for me. Hey, listen, God has something to say to you. It's either going to be come unto me, allow me, trust me, lean on me, allow me, abide in me, go for me, do for me. But God has something. Listen, he's the word. <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> he can't help but say something. He is the word. Right. And so he's in the he's in the speaking business. And so the question today is that meant God is speaking to your heart. But the question is, how are you going to respond to that today? What the Lord speaks to your heart today. Amen. I hope you're not going to be like the children of Israel. You know, God spoke to some people when he was Jesus spoke to some people while he was upon the earth. Uh, Turn over to uh, Matthew chapter four, Matthew chapter four. And notice, uh, you know, these verses, Matthew chapter four and verse 19 says this. And Jesus saith unto them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Follow me, I will make you fishers of men. And notice what it says in verse 20. And straightway they left their nets and followed him. You see, if you will, Jesus spoke to them today, and they surrendered today. They yielded to that today. That's the way it's gonna be. But you see, Jesus said, follow me to some other people. If you look over in Luke chapter 9, Luke chapter 9, verse 59. Luke chapter 9, beginning verse 59, says this. And he said unto another, follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Verse 60, Jesus said unto him, let the dead bury the dead. But go thou and preach the kingdom of God. Verse sixty. And another also said, "Lord, I will follow thee, but let me first go bid them farewell, which are at my home and my house." You see, the Lord spoke to a couple people today, if you will, in their at their moment. God, they had their moment with God. They had their moment that Jesus Christ came by and said, "Follow me." Some swear, some surrendered straightway. Others chose to delay and make excuses. And so when God speaks to you today, what's your response going to be today? Is it going to be a straight way or a delay? Are you going to make excuses or are you going to surrender? Will you straight way or delay like Israel did? And what happened? Israel delayed. It cost some people another, got that opportunity again. And then others had to wait uh, 40 years. Boy, I'd have to wait. I'd, I'd hate if God came and spoke to me and I had to wait 40 years. I'd be 97 years old. Thank God I'm still alive. Amen. Uh, (laughs) I don't want to have to wait till I'm 97. Amen. uh, To hear from God again uh, uh, for something. But even if I was even even if I was 20 or I was a young teenager. Think about that. One of your teenagers, if God uh, uh, said something to you today and you rejected that, do you realize they meant 40 years from now? Why you'd be my age? Oh, man. I'd have to wait till I look like that before God came by again. That'd be bad, wouldn't it? That'd be bad, wouldn't it? Well, what a what a what a terrible thing to put God on hold. To put God on hold. But do you know? You know. Listen, my friends. The Lord calls you today. Turn over to Mark three fourteen. I like this. I like this verse where He called some others. It says three fourteen. This is a good verse It shows us a good principle here. Mark 3:14 when he called some when he called his 12, we saw uh there in uh, Matthew 4 how he how he called them to him, but now, amen, he called several, but now he's picking out those special uh those 12 that would follow him around. And notice what it says in Mark 3:14, Mark 3:14. It says and he ordained 12. Look at this. Notice notice uh, uh, the wording. Uh, uh, In this verse, it says he ordained 12 and look at this, read this together, that they should what? Those next three words be with him. Notice that he ordained 12 that they should be with him and that he might send them forth to preach. Now, if I said to you, hey, what's the the most important? What's the number one priority uh, for a Christian? Well, you know what most people say oh, to be a soul winner, to be a soul winner. Huh? Do you know that is not the number one priority of a believer to be a soul winner? That's not your number one priority. Your number one priority is to be with him. Because until you've been with him, there's no use being with anybody else. <laughs> you see, until you've been with him, there's no use. So he was to say he, that he ordained them to what? To be with him and what? That he might send them forth. But the first step was to be with him because until they were with him, right? And spent time with him, there was no use in spending time with anybody else. You see, this verse shows a good principle. We could say it this way. With him, then for him. With him and then for for him. The first call of our life is to be with him. You say, you want to be a good soul winner? Hey, I'm glad you want to be a good soul winner. I've been excited, I know many of you hand out tracks, but Brother Ari's been sharing me about God stirring his heart to be a witness. Matter of fact, the other day I I had to stop by not to get a key fixed, but to drop off another stack of tracks uh, for Brother Ari uh, at work uh, uh, as, as he hands them out. Man, that's, that's a good exciting. Hey, hey, if you're off somewhere and you run out of tracks, hey, call me. I'll be glad to come and drop some more off. That's a blessing uh, to, get a, uh, to get a call like that. But here's the thing. You want to be a good soul winner? What's the thought? With him, then for him. With him, and then for him. Hey, you want to be a good spouse? Oh, man, I wish I, could, I wish I could be that husband. I wish I could be that wife. You want to know how that works? With him and then for him. With him and then for him. Hey, man, I, 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 we have children. Oh, I, I want to be the best father. I want to be the best mother. I want to be the best parent I could be to my child. With him and then for him. With him and then for him. Well, I want to be a good friend. Well, I want to be good. I tell you, one of the desires of my heart, right? I mentioned this before. If I could be remembered for one thing, it was to, 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 be a, to, be a, to be a real friend to people that God brought into my life. Amen. I just think that's one of the, one of the highest callings you can have is to be a real friend to somebody. I just want to, if I, if I choose to be somebody's friend, I want to be a real friend. But how can I be a real friend, the kind of a good Christian friend with him? And then for him. Hey, uh, at, at work, hey, I, I'm a Christian. I want to be the best example I can be as an employee. How can I be the best example I can be as an employee? With him and then for him. With him, that whatever it is. Hey, uh, I want to be, I, I, I be, how can I be a better pastor? With him and then for him. How can I be a better Sunday school teacher? With him him. And then for him, how can I be a better song leader with him and then for him? Piano player, whatever it is, how can I how can I be with him and then for him? You see, in his presence, then in his service, (laughs) in his presence, then in his service. That's the way it works. Amen. Let him speak to me. Lord, today, speak to me. That's how. Amen. With him. Speak to me today, and then I can go out and be that soul winner today. Speak to me today, then I can go out and be that spouse. Speak to me today, then I can go out and be that parent. Speak to me today, then I can go out and be that employer or whatever it is. Amen? Today, Lord, I want to be the best I can be. Lord, how? By hearing his voice. And how do I hear? With him. Amen? And then for him. He speaks to me, and then that gives me the ability to speak to others and do for others in his name. You see, God doesn't just want activity. It's not just about activity. He wants priority in activity, amen? He wants priority in activity. And so the priority in activity, amen, is the first activity, the first priority is with him and hearing his voice, amen, and allowing him to do in me, do in me so he can do through me. You see, listening to his voice, being with him is the first priority. Or we could maybe say it this way here. I think this is a good way to say it. See, when we find ourselves, as Christians, as believers, when we find ourselves doing what we should be doing, when we find ourselves doing what we should be doing with the Lord, then you know what? We'll find ourselves doing what we should be doing for the Lord. See? How, 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 how do I get how do I get busy doing what I should be doing for the Lord by first doing what you should be doing with the Lord? Amen. Spending time with him, listening to his voice, being sensitive to what he's uh, 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 doing in your life. Saying like the psalmist said in Psalm 40, verse eight, I delight to do thy will. O my God. Yea, thy laws with Him are I delight to do thy will. Oh, my God. Well, if that's true, then you'll be then you'll say, Lord, today. If you will hear his voice, Lord, and this is how I should be saying, Lord, even as I'm sitting there, Lord, amen, uh, uh, what do you desire to do in my life? Well, hey, if you're lost, you already know what he desires to do in your life. And he's saying to you today, get saved today. Surrender to the word of God today and allow me to save your soul today. If you're a believer, amen, you know where you are in your Christian life. Uh, you know what he's speaking to you about, uh, 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 more surrender or, 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 or being a better something in, in a certain area of your Christian life, whatever that might is. But just say, Lord, amen, as we finish up here in a minute. Lord, help me to be still and be sensitive, and Lord, would you please uh, 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 speak to me what I need, Lord, if if it's come to me, if it's follow me, if it's trust me, if it's lean on me, if it's go for me, if it's do for me, Lord, whatever it is, amen, you want to speak to me today, Lord. Lord, speak, Lord, thy servant heareth. That's what I want to be, the attitude of my heart. So, friend, will you hear his voice today? Will you yield to his voice today? Let's pray.